Welcome to Pathless Podcast. Welcome to the Pathless Podcast. Stop. Just stop. This is Lightlessness. I'm your DM, Ben. I'm here with Reverse Order. Matt as Baybreeze. Reed as Corian Zilson. Sam as Not Stern. Jeremy's still in Japan, because I haven't got to say that in a while. Konbanwa. <laughs> Konbanwa. <laughs> each knee go, each knee go. And Josh is still in Pittsburgh. Yeah. At this address. Please send him a postcard or visit his house directly. Yeah, no one has messaged me for Sam Kerwood's number. So um, still still waiting on That's that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah, so last time we went on a Yanti Yeti Yanti Hetty party. <laughs> a Yeti hunting party. Um, and successfully killed off three Yetis with three characters. Now, um, just to give a little insight. Focus the, fire. Focus fire. Focus fire. Focus fire. The Yetis are technically a CR3, a challenge three. So I think three Yetis versus two level five. Three level five? Because well, uh, you got Wisp. Yeah, she, he counts as a little yeah, five. He, he had to run away because he had no health. It's, it was probably at least a hard encounter. I don't think it was deadly, but it was at least hard. So that's pretty impressive. If Well, he, they didn't attack me at all. Really? They couldn't get I kept, to him. I kept yeah. moving. He was yeah. too sneaky. Yeah. The chilling gaze so thing so I should have done sneaky. earlier, and so maybe you would have sucked rolls earlier. Yeah. Because yeah. that's how time and space works. Regardless, uh, the characters have found their way back to get full rest finally, because I don't think they ever took one. They took a short rest before they went out. Correct. Yeah. So everyone's going to take full rest. Um... Quarion attempted to take off his ring, and Malthus is excited that he's able to control himself for at least uh, 30 seconds of time so far, it looks. So, they will plan on continuing that the next day. Uh, we're going to meet the characters the next day, unless someone like is dying to roleplay the night before. Like, good night, I love you. Um, you hang up first. What's up? You got that's some vigorous uh, erasing going on there. Yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah. That's a pretty amazing structure, though, guys, so... Not even affected, as you can tell. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I didn't even notice. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, too. So, what happened while we were gone? Oh, guys, you wouldn't believe. We just destroyed three Yetis, just the two of us, and Wisp. This is tar- <laughs> tomorrow morning over breakfast, just to move my day along. Yeah. We just destroyed <laughs> Last night. <laughs> All right, everyone gets free food from um, Heads, pantry. Mystics. Thanks, Obama. Pantry. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> And uh, free water, and Wisp uh, slept underneath the water all night, so you can get him some HP back. That's what the Furious Erasing was all about. Oh, good. Thank you. Yeah, that's like, it's like the way that we erased those Yetis from the Earth. Whoa. So. But seriously, Quarian, are you not going to congratulate us for just destroying three Yetis when it took all of us three Yetis before? Really, Quarian? Come on, Quarian. Quarian <laughs> <laughs> looks at the... Uh, the grumpy cat face. This <laughs> is just his face. Yeah, just his face. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I hope uh, killing all these Yetis doesn't upset the ecosystem these dwarves have. <laughs> then they're going to have to eat all the griffins, and then... <laughs> Whatever, we'll, we'll deal with that later, I guess. <laughs> Nature. <laughs> I don't read those books. <laughs> Anything good in that um, diary that I should know about? Yeah. You read other people's diaries, Nodge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna book for a reason. <laughs> Just no shame about it. Alright, Notch, um, your morning reading. Um, you found that this uh, still young boy uh, is very interested in knowledge. And um, he understands how important that is. And his elvish people of Felicia don't seem to put enough emphasis on it. So uh, he has plans of maybe opening a school um, and be done working on his father's farm. Hmm, okay. Elven boy, searching for knowledge. Have you ever played Bravely Default? No. Okay. I have a demo. There's a character who doesn't have, who has amnesia, but he has future events in his book. Yeah. So it could be Quarian's book for the future. 
Could be. Um, um, my father doesn't have a farm. Do I know who founded uh, Uni? Unity? You're right. It came up at one point, I thought, between you guys. I'm not sure if it actually did come up. Probably I, I don't know if Fingen is the founder. I just know he's, like, the president. Okay, that is what came up. That Fingen um, donated his castle, that was his castle on his land, to Fort found Unity. Oh. Good old Fingen. Start a school. Yeah, he's the mayor of 315 Dade County. Possibly Fingen. Elven boy searching to start a school. Oh, good. I, ironically... He went back to his farm after. He <laughs> <laughs> it was his farm, not his father's. <gasps> was it actually his son that we killed? <laughs> <laughs> we killed the boy, and then we read his diary. <laughs> Corey's messed up. <laughs> Corey! <laughs> Alright, uh, Corey Malthus uh, says to you, like, uh, let's attempt again this ring. Okay, you take it off for me. <laughs> Alright, it's off. <sighs> Alright, you fail uh, trying to control your beasthood better, I guess, but um, you're still not out of control at all. How are you feeling, Corin? I put the ring back on. What? That was too quick. Last time you made it at least 30 seconds. Too early in the morning. Has, has Corian had his coffee, or is this not this campaign? Not this campaign. Not this campaign. <laughs> <laughs> That's for bridging the gap between civilizations. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so um, what is your plan today, uh, Notch, Bay Breeze, and Wisp? Kill everything. <laughs> I mean, we really should check on the doors to see if they're even alive anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting late, and everyone here is getting a little... We'll no, it's just like that's the truth, though. <laughs> that really is the thing. I can't even understand what Reed's saying right now. He's saying our plan every day. Yeah, but was... you guys have avoided combat like three times in the past couple times that we played. Remember, we did combatless. Yeah, but we successfully killed <laughs> forty. <people. laughs> that wasn't combat, though. That was all story. That's true. Story killing. Yeah. All right. Whatever. And we we let them survive for at least a week before we come. <laughs> we we survived starving. Yeah, we starvation, hunting for food, which they failed, and then get bloodlusted and some druids. All right. Let's talk about something important here, right. guys. I'm gonna move along. With should, the, uh, I I want to take the out cast. the doors, make sure they're okay. Okay. Uh, Quarion, look. Do you, do you think that's safe, Notch? With uh, if that. Spectator is there. I mean, you might be like laying a trap for us or something. But there could be a bunch of yetis now that two of their patrols have been killed. Yeah, do yetis really walk around at daytime? I don't even know. Well, we were out in the daytime yesterday. <laughs> it's, it's nighttime all the time. <laughs> it's always nighttime. I got a picture in my head. I was like, it's always nighttime when we go out. So maybe they're nocturnal, but. <laughs> okay. Forgot. I would like to ask Corin a question. Uh, Mouth is, you know, says to Corin Corin, look, I, I need you to be working with me here. Uh, if I let you go out on, like, one scouting mission for a little bit with these guys, will you please just take off the ring and see how long you can last without it? I understand I have to work with you here, too, because you're, you're a human being and stuff, but I really, we, we need results. <laughs> what? He's an elf. Okay, yeah, same thing. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's not the same thing. Humanoid being. What are you? Humanoid being. Are you a, a human? I'm a humanoid being. 
Mm. Mm. Yeah. How can you see outside? Yeah, yo, look, I'd love to hear Corin's response. <laughs> Fine. Oh my god, Babies. Oh yeah, baby. 90%? You grew a beard last night. <laughs> dwarven beard, baby. You woke up this morning, shag dwarven beard. Ah, this beard. Always, it's always getting stubbler. Yeah, no no more salt and pepper. This is this is full. I know, can I, can I shave it off though? Your knife isn't good for this stuff. You, what you've been using to shave is not going to handle the uh, dwarven fiber. <laughs> you gotta find a tool in here somewhere, okay? But these dwarves don't believe in tools. <laughs> they also don't believe they in wearing beards. <laughs> those, those heathens monks, how do they shave? They, they don't. Monks always shave their heads, don't they? No, that's probably some Tibetan thing in all reality. They're in the mountains, they're dwarf monks. They're not Tibetan monks, okay? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you're all sitting at lunch or breakfast when you realize this after I just asked Corin that question, okay? Also, <laughs> 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 just press. <laughs> it is magical. So, we're going to have it sprout at breakfast, okay? Cool. So, now that we've got Corian, uh, <laughs> I just don't want to dress this in. <laughs> you know, I think <laughs> I think Babe Reese might be half bear. <laughs> We've seen some crazy crap in this campaign, man. A beard's problem, that's not a big deal. What are you talking about? You're half tiger. <clears throat> Is it possible that's that you scratched him? That's not an argument <laughs> about you being half bear. Ah, my paws are fine. <laughs> you look down at your hands and they're paws. Yeah, yeah, my hands look fine while I look down. Like, oh, God, what's this, what's this giant beard? It's probably your bear fur. Okay, Corin, I need a decision made here. I said yes. Oh, good, I didn't hear you. Or, or I got lost in the no, craziness. Yeah, you got distracted by the beard. I got distracted by the beard. Okay. Rolled 9%. Also, like, it's so hard to keep track because like we're constantly going in every other direction. <laughs> like, we can't just follow one's idea here. All right. Quarion. Uh-huh. Take off the ring. Let's do this. <coughs> no, no. You said I get to go out on patrol first. No. First you take off the ring. No. You said first I go out on patrol, and then after I've been out on patrol, then I come back and take off the ring. Lad, Quarion's right. <laughs> I don't care what I said. We, the testing needs to occur. And do you guys really want to be out with this guy if someone, like, knocks off his ring? Don't you want to know what, like, it's going to happen? I don't want to be inside the room with him when he takes off his ring. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what this ring does. It seems to help him control his beasthood. Why would he take it off? Well, because the fact that it's maintaining, you know, his lycanthropy and beasthood, there's, there's just a factor that needs to be addressed. And uh, I would like to see whether or not he or anyone can control their powers when they change into this lycan type thing. Wait, Corn, you said that you were fine. Is this the ring that's making you fine? That seems to be the case. Don't let him keep it on. What do you think, Notch? I mean, we just saw him not in control when he took the ring off, so we should keep it on. I was in control. If I wasn't in control, I wouldn't have been able to put the ring back on. 100% efficiency. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that light, guys. That's better than it was before, I'm just saying. All right. Go ahead, Al. You guys head out? Yes, we will head out. Yep. Which in tow. Now that we got Quarian and Wisps, we should go to the dwarves. Is Eminem with us? No. No. Screw that noise. And if we get... Quarian. He's a real nice guy. Quarian, how come you didn't tell me about the ring before? Because you tried to kill him. Walking towards the dwarves. But okay. 
I gave you back all your stuff. I'm trying, and I want to make sure you get back to normal. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, but you gave me back all my stuff because you thought I was normal. And if I wasn't normal, then I don't know how you react. <sighs> He's afraid to come out of the werewolf closet. <laughs> it's okay, lad. <laughs> Just tell me the truth, because I need to try. I know <clears throat> Notch and I work well together now because we trust each other. I'm afraid to. I, I don't want to be afraid to trust you if you're keeping secrets, lad. Are you kid or the are you squid? Is... Look, look at my beard. <laughs> <laughs> it won't lie. Dwarven beards never lie. The truth is, I'm sure that the Gettys look tastier than you guys. Okay. Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. Also, speaking of Gettys, keep an eye out. It's still pretty dark out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you for pointing that one out. <laughs> Alright, so you guys are heading, like, uh, not towards the path this time. You guys are heading straight for the prison, kind of going west yeah. and south, or you guys head towards the path, taking the path to the prison? West and south, because I don't want to be on the path. Sure. Yeah, I mean, like, they're used to finding dead bodies on the path, so staying <laughs> within the path is what I would assume. Alright, good. So, um, as you guys start heading over west, um, you really shouldn't encounter anything. So it's just dead quiet, or are we hearing stuff? Because you got to imagine, we're the only living beings outside of the prisoners and these yetis. Yeah, part of your trouble is that you guys are now sleeping in this, whatchamacallit place? In this uh, spire place with like a magically sealed door inside feats of stone. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we're outside, right? Now right. you are. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're outside, do we hear anything? Not really. Okay. But you're saying when we're inside, we don't hear anything. Yeah, like when we're outside, maybe a bird. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe some griffins. Or, yeah, or if, is it just dead silence and we could hear a pin drop from half a mile away? I think you hear normal white noise, but yeah, you don't hear like uh, necessarily people screaming for their lives or even yetis grunting. Maybe like a breeze between spires. Okay. Yeah. There, there's a lot of distance to be covered here. Right. It'd be a different story if you guys went somewhere else besides between the villa and the path, <laughs> you know, and like now like going for the villas yeah. over there. there. There's not a lot of stuff going on. That's all good. Where well, you guys are at. Well, lads, let's try to keep talk to a minimum and use Notch's brain ability. Mm-hmm. To talk, if we can. We can also use my message spell because I haven't used that since Unity when we had to communicate with. Is that a shot I can't hear you. What was that? I said, or we can also use my message spell, which we haven't used since Unity when we had to communicate with. That's true. Rita. Uh, Rita at the top of the, what you call it? I remember that. Rita Bright Sky. <clears throat> Alright, cool. So what's going to happen is as you guys start heading south, um, you're going to see the huge spire. That normally contains the prison. Mm-hmm. You're on the back side of it, not the opening of it. What's up? Wait a second. Math is in here, right? Correct. Right. We have all the stuff, right? Yes. yes. Except can... the bag of holding. <laughs> we can no leave, right? Yep. No. Well, we can't. We need to save the doors. Need to save the doors. But we can save the, quote, save the doors and leave, right? We could do this, yes. Do you guys want to? Or do you want to? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> or do you guys? Oh god! <laughs> or do you guys want to stay and actually help Mathis? I mean, I would rather have Mathis help us save the dwarves. But like we said before, Corian is useful as in his current state, and mm-hmm. possibly more protected in his current state. Mm-hmm. So not asking that, lads. I'm asking, do we want to keep our word with? I Mathis? am more protected. I take half damage. Just like Wisp. 
which means that I didn't take 29 points of damage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you gotta remember, uh, is that from magical sources, too? No, I think the magical source would be. Okay. Oh, yeah, you didn't get magical. Um, no, what I'm saying, like, I wouldn't help the dwarves. Like, that, I was serious about that. Oh, I'm sure I'm immune. Huh. To what? Yeah, I don't yeah. even take half damage. I'm That's sure. That's right, because we said that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we just like, fight, fight each, each other. other yeah. He still likes magic damage, right? Magic yes. damage. Yeah. yeah. So the cold war. We'll deal with it later. Yeah. Um. But anyway. Deal with it later. Oh my gosh! Avalanche <laughs> part two. Right. The revenge of the avalanche. Um. Avalanche NATO. So, <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Hashtag 2016 avalanche. <laughs> what was it saying? Snowzilla. Snowzilla. Avalanchezilla. But are we going to... Do you guys want to go back to Mathis after this? I mean, it's a safe room. But, oh, I know what you're saying, to see. That's, I mean... Can we well, just we... cross that bridge when you guys get to it? No. Like, really? You guys want to make the decision now? Because it's really probably not important right now. Yeah, honestly... Okay, a, be- a I, spectator shoots don't... a beam at <laughs> that guy. <laughs> no, we, no, we don't talk about this stuff, and this is very yeah. important. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with going back to him, but I'm just saying, if, if we just want to leave... I kind of do want to get back to him just because I do think he is useful in the long okay. run. Okay, and we have no other leads right now, so that's fine. Right. I just want to double-check him, because now we're alone together. We right, can... and I mean, eventually we should help him slash use help diamonds people, to help so, yeah. Unity defeat Lycanthropy. Which, yeah. Did you just cut yourself? No, no he was bling uh-huh. <laughs> Once we get your, you know, your... Diamond lockpicks. Golden grill. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, he's the lockpick. You pointed to your teeth. I thought, we're making diamond toothpicks? <laughs> but you're right. We should make sure these dwarves are alive first. Yes. I, I think saving the dwarves and getting a name for ourselves as the savior of the dwarves would be a good first step. I like that. So, since we are close to them, do we hear anything from this? That's what I was getting prison? to before, if you guys remember. So I said you guys are coming up to the back side of this. The front side of it has the actual prison. Right. So um, you're not able to see within the front side. Um, but if you guys are doing your perception homework, which I imagine you guys are, um, there's no spectator in view around it. That's good. Um, and you guys stealthily make your way around looking for slimy-type objects. That could be it. Yep. Um, and you do see that the prison is empty. There's no blood splatter or anything. It's good. Yeah. Well, that's normal because they always take them away before yeah. they blood splatter them. <sighs> but they're not dead yet. We haven't heard any screams, but we are in the sound for so. <laughs> uh, All right, okay. guys. New plan. <laughs> Turn around and look at to the camp? Or... Yeah. Okay. Where you guys headed? Ah, uh, camp. Ah, okay. Air 51. You guys no, just no, walking no, down not, the path? or? Hold on. Not oh. Villa 51. Oh, we're going to the, the one place you guys haven't ignored. Yeah, haven't right. looked okay. at yet. Okay. Their camp. So we should go parallel to the camp. Let's go south of it though. So okay. Do you have potions, lad? I'm pointing to Quarian Zillazen, son of Duke Penlod Zillazen, of, of, of the Zillazen clan. Merci. Boku. Merci. No. Merci. Uh, here, I'm going to give you one of mine. Uh, why don't you give him one of yours? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I need that many. Fine, I'm not going to give him any. Okay, I'll give you one. Well, you guys are kind of at this point squishier than I am. Oh, okay. Fine. So, <laughs> technically speaking, yeah, he's technically speaking, I'm kind of immortal. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, scratch him. Not much is going to happen. But, uh, I want to remind you guys that we were fighting something that has 
quote, death rays, end quote. <laughs> well, we got... Yes. <laughs> we got Wisp. Wisp is dying for you, lad. He can't die. That's the point. <laughs> the death ray doesn't no. work on him. No, Wisp can die. Well, it's magic, though. And that god will come kick my ass the way that we blew those Yeti's asses off yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And again, we're talking about the donkeys that the Yetis ride. Yeah. Let's move on. The All Spanish right. Yetis. <laughs> that's, the, how the, the that's how they, that's how they get down the spires so well. <laughs> ride donkeys. That's a, that's Donkey. Yeti. <laughs> Mountain goats. Mm. Alright, I'm gonna have you guys up pretty far south, able to see the path, working yep. way over. Yeah. Okay, you guys finally find that there's this area to the right. Um, first thing that you notice is that there are a bunch of... Dwarves? No. Treasure troves? <laughs> I'll get to something today, guys. A uh, bunch of poles stuck in the ground, uh, like, you know, tree width, uh, with ropes tied to them and things like that, and there is blood all over the ground in this area. There's um, four posts. I believe four people are taking every single time. I can't remember if it's four or five. But there's enough posts to match. Maybe it's only three. Maybe it's one pair. I can't remember now. I'd look it up, but it's not important. Because we're past not a lot important. of that stuff now. It's time's past. So yeah, uh, this is some area where people have been tied up to these posts and blood has been splattered on the ground. For what purpose, we're unaware. Um, that's your first spot. There's no one there hanging out, though. Can I investigate? Yes. Are there claw marks? Uh, I rolled that one. Okay, so um, there's definitely like been bodies that have scraped against these poles and blood on the ground. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. That's know. fine. Yeah. All right. Um, you guys all hear a horrific roar coming from the east, uh, like a very loud horrific roar. Um, so kind of like a yeti. You guys have heard a couple of yetis make noise, and um, you see as the spires start to crumble in the east, um, and rock kind of shoots up out of the earth. Um, so you guys see like tips of rocks, and uh, there is a very large yeti that you guys see off in the east standing on top of a spire. Uh, a flat spire. Does it see us? Uh, no, he's busy like yelling at some people or something. He's like looking down at the ground around him, and you guys are still like a good like 150 feet away, 200 feet away. So this is a giant yeti? <laughs> this is a giant yeti. <laughs> okay. Um, are we still at the sacrifice area? Correct. You guys are examining that. You don't seem to find any trouble there. All right. Um, I, mean, I guess... I don't even know what these guys would have. A range battle? I'm a 320 foot with disadvantage, and if any yeti start running towards us, we just start blasting them as they come. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But... He's a yeti. He doesn't have a range attack. I guess we could just fight things unless he throws rocks at us. But by three hundred feet, we good. <laughs> we good. <laughs> uh, if you can throw a rock three hundred feet, I don't want to get close to it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we want to? Because uh, well, I mean, I'm assuming he's controlling other yetis or something, and maybe this. I don't know how the spectator plays into this. I'm kind of with uh, Notch. I think perhaps Babridge should scout ahead and. See what he can see around the whatever that guy is standing on. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Lad, if you want, if you want to scout this one out, you can scout this one out. Well, I mean, I am a war tiger, so I'm pretty depth and agile. I don't know if you know, but I am a war tiger. <laughs> 
I probably haven't brought this up before. <laughs> Alright, guys. What's your plan? I am scouting off ahead because maybe Reed suggested I do so. Okay, you move uh, forward high 50 elf. feet. <laughs> Um, past a few spires. You can take the elf out of the high elf, but you can't take the high out of the high elf. I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was an attempt. It was an attempt, yeah. Um, what's Wisp at HP wise? Uh, max HP. All of us is. He's at All of us is. Alright, cool. Got it. Um, anyway, so you move back uh, <coughs> within 50 feet. You now get to the area where all the spires stood. Mm-hmm. Um, there is blood splattering all the ground around here. Um, and uh, there's Yeti and Monk Blood alike. Uh, it appears that these bodies have exploded all around this guy's, uh, whatchamacallit. And, uh, you do see a spectator who is chilling with this guy up there. Okay, do I see any normal yetis? You see a bunch of dead yetis on the ground. Just dead normal yetis. Yeah, probably somewhere around, like, 60 dead yetis. Okay. I return back and, uh, to the... And, a good, like, 150, 200 dead monks. Can, um, can I see the group from where I'm standing? Nah, you had to move around some spires. Okay, got I will go back. Doesn't work that far. I will return to the group. Yep, you can return back. All right, I have good news. I was able with my psychic powers to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so it appears. I don't know. Well, we've seen crazier things. Uh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> yeah, I mean, giant yeti. It's just the a bigger giant giant yeti. yeti is friends. It seems with the spectator. Terrible. The giant Terrible. yeti and or spectator <laughs> may have sacrificed all the other yetis to okay, do good. something. That's good. Yes, so we do not have to fight all the other yetis. That's a plus. Probably because they knew we'd take them out. It's a possibility. Right. What about all the dwarves? I did not, unfortunately, see any dwarves. <laughs> Uh, that's good. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, we can't confirm that all the doors are dead. I did see some dwarf dead bodies, but... That's okay, so you did see doors. I saw dead dwarves. It depends on whether or not you consider dead doors still doors. It's a matter of really a philosopher. <laughs> Philosophic just semantics. Just semantics. Let's take a 12-hour break on this fight. Um, talk about the philosophy of turning lives. Just kidding. All right. Um, Yo, dwarven lives matter. That's right. And I was hoping we were supposed to become the saviors of these dwarves. Yes, so was I. <clears throat> um, but that's going to be difficult to do. So then why yes. are we going to fight these guys? Um, First, you guys can give me a wisdom check. On the off chance that there are doors left. That would be my reasoning. Can I do intelligence instead? Uh, wisdom save is 12. Don't worry. I think your boy Notch just got you. 22. Uh, that's good enough. Notch. That is not the population at all. It's not a conceivable oh, population. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, you believe that, you know, there, there still must be some people somewhere, or they're all dead somewhere else. And there is a voice of a dragon god who explained aspects that would appear as uh, what's called a Malar back when you guys first went in yeah. through all this. Aspects of Malar. And he did say something about having to deal with them. Now... Did he ever mention whether there would be two aspects of Maelor, or if only one of the two up there are aspects of Maelor? Well, there's supposed to be five of them. Right, but would two of them ever somewhere. stay together is yeah, the question. Yeah, so that's theorizing they're all wares. But um, if Maelor is an evil dark thing, and the other spectator is a, from the Shadowfell, 
underground dark thing. It would make sense. Plus, they're sacrificing all these people. Yeah, usually, as we found out from personal experience, mm -hmm. blood sacrifices is a bad thing. <laughs> Um, I don't want to talk so about are th so they're not both aspects, right? We don't know. I don't know. Okay, probably because if they weren't both aspects, then we might have a shot. Right. I mean, <laughs> I guess it's we could say that the spectator is an aspect, and the giant yeti is just a very large pawn slash enforcer. Okay, so we should kill Focus which fire. one first? Focus fire on spectator. On spectator. That seems to be more deadly anyway. We know how to fight yetis. Is fighting Yetis going to be the same as fighting that Yeti? No. Yeah. <laughs> in principle, yes. Again, the philosophy of this is uh, that when they might be able to destroy spires and climb up them very deftly, but, um, you know, he's still going to smash and maybe cold stare us. And, uh, but when we're cold stared, then we're going to get super death raid because we can't move. So I don't want to get death raid. Let's make a pact. Nobody gets death raid. <laughs> you win. I, I don't want to raise any flags here, so. <laughs> no, no, okay, not a pack. <laughs> I've already made a couple of those. <clears throat> so, how do we draw the attention of the question? Answer. Daily double. I hadn't expected. Um, spectator, I don't know where you went. Do we need Mathis for this fight? Oh, there he is. He would certainly be helpful. Does he significantly increase our odds of surviving? Yes. If we go back, will Mathis let you go out to fight the spectator? When we tell him that this is an aspect of an evil um, deity that was basically and, given power because of this ritual. And therefore may end lycanthropy by us defeating yes. it. And that a god told us that we should kill these aspects. A good god. And we can suggest that it is likely... In order to remove yes. lycanthropy, focus on that. Yes, he'll probably be cool with it. Okay. So you want to run back, or let us all run back carefully. Stealthily run. Stealthily run. To Mathis. That's fine. Let me see if the spectator sees us. Yeah, glance you guys. Well, I'm Ooh. a tire, so you yeah. know he I'm blinks only <laughs> once every thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> he just blinked. As a nice. crit miss, you guys are free to head wherever you want. So you guys head back to Malthus. Yep. Villa 51. Okay, here's your trouble. Uh, he does not open the door. Hmm. Hmm. Not, not louder. Mathis? Can you message through the keyhole? Can you psych through the keyhole? I have to see him. Can I, we see through I, the keyhole? I, I have to see my guy, too. You can yeah, actually see through it. Just like an island's hole. Figured. Okay. Um, okay, if he doesn't answer, then I guess he either left or is doing some crazy things. Hopefully he doesn't make a mess in there. <laughs> he didn't take any of your, like, DNA or your, any of your blood or anything. Uh, hopefully not while I was sleeping. True. Okay. He's drinking it. So... Well, if he's a wild beast, I'm gonna... I mean, that's the best place for him to be, locked up in a closed room. Right. I'm gonna thaumaturgy... Um, to super not having experience okay. on that, I don't know if it's really the. <laughs> so um, your thermoturgy, he yells back, "Say you're sorry." <laughs> I'm sorry, Mathis. Okay, he opens up the door. You guys all bullied me into letting him out early. I'm glad to see you came back. Well, what's wait, important wait a to second. You guys? There was a deal. We didn't bully anybody. 
that wasn't like a sign and stone deal. You guys were like, well, hold script on is, you guys hold said on, this first. So. Are you saying you were trying to swindle us? No, I was trying to say that, like, hey, it would be much easier if we could try this before you guys headed out, but you were like, no. Well, look, we yeah. did some research, and we had... Actually, you know what, Notch? Because he doesn't listen to me too often. <laughs> you go ahead. Mathis, um, I'm going to just go ahead and say that I will give you my full support of this. Sorry, we didn't talk about this. Uh, but <laughs> we found something that Hold we on. need your assistance in, and we think that this will actually help um, defeat lycanthropy, okay. if you'll give me a little bit of time. Um, we believe, well, first off, there's a, been a huge sacrifice of yetis and dwarves, and now there's a giant yeti, um, which is also next to the spectator. We believe that the spectator may be an aspect of Malar, which, if you're not familiar, Malar is a chaotic evil demon that was probably brought through from this ritual, and we've also heard from another god that... This is all new information. <laughs> okay, Right. Um, so, five aspects, this might be one of them. If we kill it, it might, you know, hurt lycanthropy or something. So, we need your help to take this down. How much time do we have to prepare? Uh, we don't know. I mean, you could be an uncontrollable beast who's going to start smashing mountains. Well, when do you think this ritual occurred? Within the last 24 hours. Actually, no, like, immediately, because we yeah, just saw him spring out. Yeah, him, yeah, smashing Like, ten minutes stuff. ago. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, if that is the case, it is something we should probably get on right away. Um, you know, I've had no reason to not trust you guys, except that, you know, you probably don't trust me enough as far as my hope to find the cure. Well, you did but, lie to us a little bit in the beginning, but we'll talk about it over some brew. Speaking uh, or of books. Which, mostly books. I, I feel, Sabres, I feel like I was just sold out without anybody conferring with me, <laughs> and I thought we made a deal, the three of us, about, you know, talking about things before we did them and sharing openly. <laughs> <laughs> Pass and lose. Pass and lose. <laughs> 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 just strokes his new that? beard. <laughs> new beard, he's just like, ooh. <laughs> I, I was going to say, you didn't tell us something, but Babries wouldn't know that, so that's why I opened my mouth, shut it, and <laughs> went back to my beard scratching. All right, so Malthus agrees that um, it, it sounds like a worthwhile endeavor, and sounds like one that maybe all of us can pull together. So I edited the encounter to add him back in. I think I might have done it without him. But he's in. Oh. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Uh, so can we just attack this guy from a distance and wait till he comes for us, and then we do we lay into him? Well, the question is, who has a longer artillery gun? The um, three twenty. The the ray. The, the death ray. Rays. The death ray or our firebolts. How far does magic usually go, guys? Uh, I've got I'm pretty long. 120, 100, I thought it was 150. Well, his is 120 for fireball, yours is 150. Yeah. Beautiful. So magic usually gets about 100 feet. What about you, Mathis? You magic-y other guy? Did you happen to prepare lightning? Um, supposedly, last time we played, you guys said I can do whatever I want. I don't have to prepare spells. Oh, yeah, because you're a sorcerer. No, I'm a wizard, and you guys oh, right. said that they just Wizards made slots that. now or something. I listened oh, you, to it you morning. pick X number of spells to have available, and then you... Out of those X number of spells that have available, you can cast as many as you feel like. Okay. Yeah. So you can and choose until you change it. it oh, that's how it works. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have. Um, so, I mean, we can do this before I leave. Yeah. Um, let's talk magic people together here. Melf's minute meteors. Sorry. Lightning bolt. Uh, tidal wave. Um, for third level spells. Not tidal wave. Melf's 
Something other targets magic users, correct? It's a third level. You can create six tiny meteors in your space. They float in the air orbit for the spell's duration. When you cast the spell, and as a bonus action of each of your turns thereafter, you can expend one or two of the meteors, sending them streaking toward a point or points that you choose within 120 feet. Once a meteor reaches, it impacts against a solid surface or impacts against a solid surface. The meteor explodes. Each creature within five feet at the point where the meteor explodes must make a dexterity throw or take two or 2d6 fire damage on a failed save or half as much. So that could do up to 10d6 damage? Looks like I get six of them, so 12d6. Okay. So I mean, that sounds good. I like All right, that. we'll do a MILF for fun. MILFs, my meteors. How many throw level slots do you have? Two. Probably two. And what's yeah. your um, lightning range? Uh, oh, I just had it up, sorry. Lightning bolt is 100 feet. Dang. That might be good. Keep those two. One lightning bolt, mm -hmm. one of that. You just like both of those. We said no on a tidal wave. So. Yeah, that doesn't make sense for this situation. Yeah, yeah. we're not a coastal region. Okay. Curse and you. then for second level, I had hold person and misty step. Yeah, I... I skipped the whole person because I didn't think there was any uh, Can people. a whole person get yeah. an aberration? Oh, wait, can I get, get an yeah, aberration? Not a person, I don't, I don't know. the Yeti? Um, let's see, whole person. Uh, sacrificially enhanced Yeti? I what? don't know. Yeah, well, if it does hold it, it's paralyzed. <laughs> well, sure, the thing right? is that... And then everything whole... has an advantage and gives critical damage to it. So, yeah. I back to 5th edition and the lack of rules, right? I don't know if humanoid means the same thing in 5th edition as it is in 3.5 because whole person and whole monster in 3.5 mm -hmm. were different spells specifically because humanoid or whole person only does humanoids. Right. Well, the Yeti is a humanoid. It may it's be a, a monstrous humanoid, humanoid yeah. which is a different thing in 3.5. But you know what? We, have a, we uh, talked about this before and we should focus fire. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, you know, maybe he just want to talk to you about the third level spells. I'll do the rest. I don't want to waste the listeners' time and our time talking about them. So, okay, I set the third level spells with you guys. I got some ideas for the second level ones that are fun. Okay. Also, when I, uh, we attack, we should probably not be in a giant group. Yeah. We can spread out a little bit. Okay. Sure. Uh, Wisp will be up front with uh, Quarian. Is that? Can you stay next to Wisp because you're so, you're a high elf werewolf. We're tiger, thank you. We're tiger. <laughs> and I mean, also. Uh, like, I will have you know that I am ranked rather highly on the Lycan Thoroughby ladder. <laughs> no, I'm. And, all right. I, lad, you are. So, would you be able. Would the great Quarian Zillison be able to stand firm with uh, this humble water servant? Well, I mean, when you put it that way, I suppose I certainly could. I And I'm going to. I'll bring up the rear with my bow. And I also hope us to fan out like things like twenty feet each. That's fine. Okay. Well, I'm just saying that with those two up front, because he can tank a lot of damage, he can tank a lot of damage. We have you two spellcasters back here, mm -hmm. or I could even be in between you guys because we'll be able to. I'll be able to fire even further. Right. Or we're gonna, or get closer. And we're gonna have to communicate too, because we're gonna need these spires to protect us. But then we're also not gonna keep an eye on this eye, so we'll need to. Talk to us. Talk to each other. Cool. You guys ready? Sure. Uh, so we're, we're gonna, not climbing this thing, right? We're just going to shoot from the ground? It's going to take me forever to try to do that. Sweet. Cool. So, um, you guys make it over Sorry, to the man. sacrificial area. You're planning on heading right to meet up with this thing. Uh, we have our plans in, you know, motion or whatever. We're just going to come right from this way. Mm. That's our right. Keep our lives easier. Yeah, sure. Um, and we gotta take a pause.
So we are going to have to roll some initiative, I guess. Um, just to see like where this all starts. You know, I'm not really sure. 19. Okay. 13. Roll initiative. Are you... So 19 goes first, not just first. Baby Breeze has got a 13. 14, 13, 13. Okay. Not quite first, but still really and, high up. Uh, what's his face? Wisp. Uh, Wisp. Wisp, I put there. Corian. Oh. <sighs> a lot. Okay. Uh, 23. Okay, so it goes Corian, Notch, a couple surprise things, B, Reese, Wisp, a couple surprise things, finally a spectator, a couple surprise things, Malthus, and then finally the Yeti. Abominable. Yep. I am worried that we're going to have to fight, like, skeletons. <laughs> All right, so, Corrin, you start the round. Um, this thing roars, and seeing you, the spectator turns its eye towards you, unless you guys are stealthing in in some magic way. Um, I don't really care either way. We weren't doing anything magical, I don't think. My beard's magical. Uh, it's got cleared space around it, remember? That's why you're able to see it Like once you go 50 out. So there's no yeah. spire hiding in this combat. Oh, okay. Um, to cool. some degree, there, there may be, I guess, if you, if you we'll say, like, a hundred feet back, you can hide in spires. Well, yeah, were we hiding in spires? Because, I, like I said, I have a long range. They have long range. Yeah, right. we were looking at starting at, like, 150. Or All right, you guys can start 150 out. That's fine. Uh, I was clearing out the area so there wouldn't be any spire nonsense. Right. That's why I knocked down all the spires to build this. That, and, yeah, that makes sense. But we, we wanted to try to get a couple of shots. That's fine. Yep. Yeah. You guys are pretty far out for the spires. Like, 150 feet. Oh. Um, that's ever we're shooting up. Yeah, well, I still have climb spires. I have 320 feet range, so I can still shoot. Well, let's start with Corrin and see what he ends up doing. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I guess at this point I cast haste on um, Babries? Bubbly. Wisp. 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 Yes. Okay. So. All right, what does haste do? Um, he gets plus two to deck. Uh, plus two to. Oh, shoot, let me pull it up earlier. This is. Yeti encounter. That takes your turn, right? Yeah, basically. I'm going to move on past that. All right, you got plus two AC, advantage on dexterity saving throws, double speed, and an additional action that can be used for attack, dash, disengage, hide, or use the object. Dang, girl. Nice. Not just your turn. After ten rounds, you lose a round of count. Once one round? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't cast it so early, but... Well, I'm assuming we're going to immediately start fighting. Right. So this is 50 feet up, I counted-ish? Yeah. Um, it is supposed to be. I did count 52. I said 5, 10, 15, 20, yeah, 20 30. Did, yeah. 50 is where I got to. Okay. shooter. Yeah, so I'm just making sure we have the space for it. You got 200 feet then from the floor, right? Until you climb a spire? Uh, yeah, which we don't really want to do that. So okay. I guess they're going to ground, cool. ground walk in kind of stuff. Cool. That works. Yeah. So 200 feet out. It's your turn, mm -hmm. Notch. Uh, I or guess... Turn shooting feet out. Right. I guess I just walk up 30 then. Okay. Well, alright. I, I need to know this. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So my... We have those two up front. Mm -hmm. I think I'll stay right in the middle between them, like maybe 40 foot back. Sure. And then you guys stay how many feet away from me? Well, they actually have to be closer than you, theoretically. They do, but the thing is, if things come closer to you, I need 80 feet for me to be able to use sneak attack and not have disadvantage constantly. Mm -hmm. So I might as well be right behind you guys. Plus, I'm a, I'm a melee character, too, so I can get in there. They're, they're both spellcasters, so they can stay back. 
right. you are a spellcaster and a battler, so it makes sense for you, and you're also invincible, like for against everything, because you're the great quarian. We already discussed this. We did discuss this. That's correct. I'm so that's why one. I want to be. I want to be like a five, like and I'll die. Okay. Go ahead and set up the characters. What you're talking about, so I know. So, I mean, I guess I just, I hold my position then. Okay. You guys, um, so you, you got a choice here, just around the same page. I, I want to know where you guys are. This is the line where the spires end. You guys are behind that line currently, right? Right. Yes. Okay. And I... Be, solely because Bay Breeze has 350 foot range. Right. So, you, you should probably get the first shot. I will hold my, my attack action in case anything comes within 150 range. Okay. Everyone's on the ground. You guys are between spires... Or you guys want to hang out, being able to see all each other? Is that, is that the idea? Like, your Hopefully. spires are right here, yeah, and then yeah. there's no spires in between you? Right. Okay. Sure, yeah. That's Something what I want to know. Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. So these are spires that matter. The other ones don't matter. Yeah. I got soda on the rag, so I can't clean them. <laughs> nice. Yeah, sorry about that. Shit gets I'll take it home and watch it. All right, so, um, Babries, you get the first shot, and you're shooting for the spectator or the... Um, Yeti. Is that where we're going? Spectator first? Spectator, okay. so spectator the, the first. Aspect. And they see me, right? Yeah, yeah. You guys have been seen as a party. Alright, dang, so I can't hide and then shoot. Oh well. Uh, so, a f does a... Cool. Does a 11 hit it? It does not. Okay. Okay, after Bay Breeze, next up would be Wisp. Wisp will hold its attack for anything that comes by very quickly. The water moves rapidly. Okay, so the spectator um, is probably going to move down off of this top pillar, and you guys see him like disappear behind these over here. Does it get within Notch's range? Um, during that tier, yeah, period of time, two hundred foot out to begin with. Well, it was no, he's only one hundred fifty feet. He was up, up high. What's your range? One hundred fifty. Okay. As he lowers, sure. Yeah, you can get a channel. Shots. That's okay. fine. Yeah. Um, first one is a 15, and the second one is an 18. They both hit. Cool. Uh, for 26. Okay. So you guys uh, see him get hot hit, and he just uh, still lowers himself down behind that thing, behind those stone structures. Should have cast him on Notch because he has super range bullet gun. No, he uses spells. But then I would have. Oh, it's a non attack action. It's oh, a yeah, spell yeah, action. It's a, yeah. yeah. Oh, it says attack. Okay. Yeah. That would have been cool, though. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have cast it on myself. Yeah, right? Could <laughs> 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 you imagine? Thunderwave, Thunderwave, Thunderwave. Is that a spell cantrip? <laughs> yes. Yeah. What level is it? Zero. Um, I'm fifth level, but. Oh. It's zero. I mean, it's a zero little spell. Yeah. It. Does it not do any damage? I have spell reflection. I'm reading how it works. Uh. <laughs> spell reflection or spell deflection? Reflection. <laughs> reflection. Uh oh. We have three. <laughs> we might have a little bit of a problem, guys. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> All right. Nothing is going to happen this time around. Okay. okay. Do I, Do we see anything that happens or? I'll Do tell we you see a Sorry. Okay. It's actually very confusing because they deal with all different types of spells. Like if it was a saving throw, if it was a spell attack, or if the spell wasn't a, okay. If the spell forced a saving throw, the chosen creature makes its own save. If the spell was an attack, the attack roll is rerolled against the chosen creature. 
but um, it's not going to be applicable in this current situation. So you're fine. Okay. So, but, but do we see it connect with the... You guys see it connect, yeah. Okay. And it takes damage. We see it take cool. damage. Yeah. Takes okay. damage. Okay. So it, as far as we know, it worked. Yep, uh, it worked. to worry about. Okay. Cool. Sorry. No, that's fine. And... Good job, Abreez. Good job, Abreez. I'm dude. It looks like Malthus' turn. Um, I need 100 feet to cast my big spells. Magic Missile might have the range. Well, you well, can no, aren't you going to cast your... a meteor thing? Yeah, meteor. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Thanks, guys. Mathis <laughs> <laughs> right. is sitting there like, man, I can't cast anything. <laughs> everybody else in the party is like... Waiting for him to cast <laughs> meteors. Meteors? <laughs> like, I got... in. So I got six of them, right? Six. Yeah. Yo, new kid. You're like... <laughs> Come on, this is your cue, man. Dance party. This is a dance off. Look at the way we're standing right now. <laughs> All right, and then the Yeti. Um, so the first step is the Yeti growling super loud, mm-hmm. and you guys see this spire just crumble into the ground. And then he jumps down and he breaks his legs, right? No, he's just chill up there. Okay. He's got some sort of sonic attack. All right, Corian. Um, <laughs> um, magic is less than 120 feet, by the way. Okay, good to know. I will take a total defensive action. Yeah, everyone's giving Malthus a hard time. This guy's had tons of time to think about this. You take a dodge action. Oh, wait. Um, is a, oh, total defensive and dodge. dodge. Um, I meant to say before this battle started that I... Mage armor? We didn't. Oh, no, that's right. I decided to take mage armor. I mage armor up with Malthus. You didn't say it. Yeah, I consider it always on because it's 12 hours. I do the dodge. (laughs) Seriously. I do the dodging. Dodging. Okay. So, um... You only have, what, 13 AC? Or 14 AC with it? Oh, he's got real low. AC to start. It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, I think it boosts... Malthus is sad. He's an AC 10 without it, so... Yeah, I think that's what it is. It just boosts up to, to AC 14. Yeah. We talked about that 13. Before. 13. Mage armor, 13, yeah. 13 plus a 6 dexterity modifier. Which is 0, so it's just 13. He's not an elf. Correct. It's plus 1, actually, on Malthus. Oh, But for some reason, mm-hmm. I have armor class 10, 13 with the mage armor. So we'll just call it a 13. It's on the character sheet that way. It works well. Uh, let's move on. We had uh, Corian prepare himself if anything tries to attack him. Notch. Um, I guess lack of note, are we going to move up? We can't notch if. No, I mean, we don't have to. We don't have to. Yeah, but, so far, good. Okay. Yeah, but okay. If anything happens, so we can move up. Lock sure. and load means you're waiting for something to get within threat range? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. After notch, we get to Babries and Wisp. Okay, uh, Wisp will continue to hold ground, yep. and I will attack the giant yeti because that's the only thing I can see. Yes. Um, that's like a good plan. Punctured the load. So, nat 20 or uh, 13? Okay, you miss. Uh-huh. Somebody's gonna be like so big. It's disadvantage, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. You said or, so I was confused for a second, but yeah, makes it's sense. disadvantage because I'm, I'm so far out of range. Okay. You guys are still 150 feet back, right? Yes. Okay. Um. Let's go to Malthus. Let me see what his range is on this. This is how I feel a DMA against Gordon Black. He has a, but he has a longbow, so he could probably just blow everything out of the water at this point. Yeah. Like, scumbag. 
Good on you, Gordon Black. Yeah, good on you. Yeah, we're hyper-focused. Okay, we only have 120 feet with my meteors, so I'm done. Malthus is waiting, too, for the next step. And then the Yeti is going to scream again and knock down another pillar. Just working our way to the setup to a couple things here, guys. It's a good thing we didn't climb up those pillars. I was really hoping you guys would. That was part of the thing. that I was hoping you guys were going to climb pillars, and I would just kind of knock them down on you. Mm. But that's okay. I need um, a nice, empty, whatchamacallit, to be able to do what I need to do here, so... Mm. The front row is gone. You guys have some side stuff going on there. And we go back to Corian. Really, again? Yep. If you got nothing to do, that's fine. I can progress the story along. And uh, get Babers a shot in the meantime. Which I prefer anyway, just saying like, oh, okay, we're holding our actions for ABC. All right, I'm going to prep a firebolt for anything that comes within 20. 20, 20 feet, 20, sounds good. Notch? Um, Pew pew. I would like to, I'm assuming, yeah, I'll just hold, I guess. I'm trying to do the math if I can hit it, that guy if I move up. Sure. If you decide you guys want to move up, we can. Just say something. Well, I mean, we got a nice defensive state. They're not engaging us, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right? There's no reason. We're, we're getting free bolts at them. <laughs> right, so yeah, keep. Okay, so it's my turn to do what I do? Yep. Uh, so a 10 or a 3, so I miss. Okay. After Babries comes... How long do I have for that, uh, whatchamacallit? 10 rounds. Oh, I've got it right here on my sheet. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Alright, and Spectator, Malthus, Yeti. So, um, you guys see the Yeti kind of like, uh, open a portal up in the sky. Uh, uh like above his hand. Uh, guys, guys! <laughs> That's not good. And, um, he pulls out, like, this large cylinder out of the sky... And he just takes it and throws it across the field towards you guys. So, um, we're going to have it travel just a percentage dice feet plus 20 to see how far it goes. I don't know how far it goes. 56, 66 feet towards you guys. You guys are 150 feet out, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, it hits the ground and breaks into pieces and spits out. That would be the dire badger. And <laughs> always the badger. <laughs> Dire badger and uh, it should be a hunting hyena. Hyena. I don't know why I picked that figure for it. That's fine. These things are gonna get melted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. They are within 120 feet right now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you guys can take your turns related to that. So but you'd move in the initiative. No, no. They're no, holding action. action not the oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, do you want to shoot first? Sure. Yeah, Corian held his first into you, then it's Mathis. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're faster. All right, I will I will do the honorable thing and shoot the badger. Okay. <laughs> what happens, Misery? All right, I got a um, 16. Hits. For 13 damage. All right, you kill the badger. <laughs> um... I'll do my first one on the hyena. Yep. 13. Hit. Oh, cool. Uh, 12 damage. And you kill the hyena. Okay. <laughs> um, and I guess the other one, just 
So yeah, he pulls the cylinder out of the sky, throws it to the ground, the enemies pop out uh, seemingly unharmed as it breaks around them, and then you guys just <laughs> shoot <laughs> twice, and they are eradicated from existence once again. Right. And then it goes back to our turns. Uh, it's now turn. Not double taps, and the second missile, the first one disintegrates it, so the second missile just flies through and hits the stone pillars on the like other that. side. Yeah. Corian's turn. Alright, I, uh, ready another firebolt. Lock and load. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Alright, and not. Lock and load. Berries. Oh, uh, fire. Uh, so a nine. And then a, a Jeremy roll. And then a nine. Yay! So it does a 15 hit. 15 Giant hit. Eddie. Yep. Woohoo! Yay! So, seven damage. He's bloodied. <laughs> Done, son! <laughs> Wait a second, what are we standing back here for? <laughs> this was all a clever ruse. Seven damage, right? Illusion. To the heart. <laughs> I don't love you! <laughs> and, um... Mouth is... Nothing to shoot at, nothing to do. We'll hold for oh, something man. coming with your phone. Alright, um... So... The Yeti is going to um, yell this time and bring up a, um, let's say like a 20 foot wide stone wall behind you guys. Mm. Um, and he at least enters you now in his arena, so there's no escape. We're gonna. Are we sure? I think that's a challenge. I think Bravery should try climbing uh, the wall. I, I, I won't deny that. It's only 40 foot high. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna do that Missy step out, and I'm gonna be like, crap. <laughs> Somewhat appropriate footholds. But that's where we're gonna leave you guys for now with that. And we can keep going a little bit. Let's get through another round here. Uh, should we skip to uh, Baby Reese's shot? I think so. All right. And I know what type of attacks are ready and stuff. One. Okay, let wash. it go there. Alright. And um, now that we get to the Yeti, um, you guys are going to get a uh, blizzard spell casted on you. So um, it should be a cone from a point. So I guess... A cone from a point? Yeah. I believe so. Normally blizzard is a cylinder. Oh, I mean, it's a cylinder then. I'm sorry. That makes more sense. Like... Uh, like uh... Krell's last is Ash Storm. Mm -hmm. Which I could turn into a Blizzard Storm if I wanted to because I'm special like that. Nice. <laughs> no Serious? problem. Yeah, I can manipulate energy types, so. Ooh, that's mm -hmm. pretty cool. Yep, and he's got another cool power while he's over there. Well, all the time, but he's got more control of it when he's in the Savage Lands. Mm -hmm. What do I just um, not want to go back? I don't have that. So, I think it's a 30 foot cone of Frigidaire. It's not a blizzard, sorry. Okay. Um, so yeah, a 30 foot cone of frigid air. Does that mean I can hit well, these two at least to read or no? The weird thing is that normally a cone originates from the caster. Yeah. yeah. So he'd be breath. shooting a 30 foot cone into midair. It wouldn't reach us. It's least. coming from a point, guys. Up to yeah. 120 feet out. He's already like okay. turning gotcha. it. Up to 120 feet out? Yeah, I can set a point 120 feet out to shoot a 30 foot cone frigid air. Okay, so we're, if we are... 150 feet out. Yeah, the closest, plus his, plus his height up there. I don't think he'd reach us, or we'd just be out. Mm -hmm. um, what game are we playing here, guys? Like, uh, Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, if you hit yeah. those two barely, well, is that going to hit them? Or 
I, I was about to ask about the cone thing. So a 30 foot cone, I can probably only get one character. Is that the idea? I think so, with the way cones work. Uh, 10, 25. My other option is, guys, like, uh, you know, to move this forward, I'm just going to summon a, a, the wall to come up out of the ground and slide you guys forward 50 feet. You know what I mean? Like a large stone thing to come out of the ground. Because there is nothing for us to do except Babe to shoot. Right. And there's no reason why an enemy would put himself at disadvantage just like you guys wouldn't. So if I'm playing an aspect of, whatchamacallit, go ahead, I'll slide all your characters forward 50 feet. Yeah. And get us in the game. Yeah, So, we'll do that. Large pillar comes up, makes a second wall behind you, and you guys slide forward 50 feet. That sounds cool. So when they shoot them, because they're within... You make your dexterity saves, or something. To see if you're even able to after sliding down this thing. Yeah, and I, I just think the only thing we were checking on is if he's able to hit us 150 range, then we're able to hit him now. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to take away your uh, yeah, power yeah, as yeah, players yeah. by like causing yeah. things to happen. That's but um, we do have to get the game started right. because there's no game here unless you guys could actually shoot him, in which case he would actually get out of the way. But right. Babe is doing no damage. He did seven damage <laughs> over three rounds. That, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you know. two points around. Yeah. Plus. Like, this is going to take three hours with Babe <laughs> So Three um, hours of safe combat. <laughs> <laughs> or we're not arrows first. Yeah, or I just summon something crazy. Right. So, um. DMs wouldn't do that. No, DM wouldn't do that. I have, I have an encounter built that will work cool. uh, fairly. Yeah, you can just bring us up. Yeah. So, yeah, let, let's keep. This is now appropriate distance uh, for everyone, okay? So we'll say 150 up to here? No, no, this is appropriate distance. Just count it. I don't know what oh, it is. Okay. We're now in uh, map distance. The map is now God. So we don't have to worry about doing any head math. Alright, so this is 80 here. 50. Sorry. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Do, do your math and then we're going to call it a night anyway. And we'll be ready to start the actual combat next time. Okay. And we'll do the math, I guess. <clears throat> Did you find it or no? Yeah, 110 out, and then 50 up. That's just what I'm doing. Cool. All right, thank you for joining us for the Pathless Podcast. We hope that you've enjoyed. Uh, we hope you're understanding that, you know, players are, you know, the way that we are in all D&D. DMs are the way we are in D&D. Uh, if you have a story about, you know, similar tactics or funny stories that happened, uh, hit us up at pathlesspod.com with the contact form. You can get us at, at pathlesspod on Twitter. And uh, additionally, we had an email address, contact at pathlesspod.com if you're just a heavy emailer and that's all you like doing. Um, I think that covers pretty much everything. Uh, look forward to probably pumpkin spice the week after this, because this is like a third or fourth recording tonight, right, guys? Yeah, but we're gonna record lightnesses after this. We said. Yeah, I have uh, one pumpkin spice sitting around. I think maybe not. Maybe there's none in the can. We'll see. Regardless, enjoy. We're tired. It's cold. Until next time. Bye. I love you. Love you too.